You are about to embark on an auditory journey, brought to you by three horror fans who are foul-mouthed, immature, and quite frankly don't care if you've watched the following film, documentary, or television series that is about to be discussed. If you are offended by some salty language and plot spoiling, please press pause right now so we can talk endless amounts of shit about you. Just kidding. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the ride, bitches. She's putting work into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look back at it. Look up at me while you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the noise of the robot? <laughs> Gives you like a what like a essence, like a like a we're doing shit. Because that's just fucking bullshit. We're doing a fucking podcast. Exactly, it's a fucking podcast. <laughs> that's what this is. People listen to this to fucking just listen to us bullshit. It's frozen up like a bitch. I am not frozen up in the slightest. What episode? You we fat today? fuck. <laughs> Masturbation. Hello, boys and ghouls. This is your friend, Mr. J, here, welcoming you to that strange show. Remember, what doesn't kill you only makes you stranger. to another episode of That Strange Show. Welcome back to another It Might Not Fit in Your Mouth, but we'll find a whole kind of episode of That Strange Show. We got this bang bus idling while we're looking for the twists. Tonight, we all got a fat foot bitch. Why? I don't yeah, understand why got you a, write the things that you put in front bitch. of me. Bang so don't bus forget, references? Yeah, bang, bang bus. Is this 2000, 2002? Nah, man. Don't what? forget to uh, drool along with us and check out last week's episode. Available everywhere. You want to tell people what it is or just... No. Nope. You always say what it is. No. Nope. nope. Don't not. watch it. It's not. Don't that watch it. That got like a negative three. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. All right. Listen to that episode. So, uh, what we got going on tonight? Tonight, we're going to go toe-to-toe and shoot the shit with the Fatfoot Films crew. Yes. Uh, we got Morgan Boss Maltius. Wow. Maltese. Maltese. We were all wrong. We were way off. Yeah, I think you put an H on it, didn't you? I did. I was. Yeah, why'd you add the H? Because a TIA could have a th. Yeah, so that's I, true. I added like a th in there. Uh, we also got uh, Ethan Rogers. What's going on, everybody? And uh, we got the one and only Daniel Black. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having us on the show. Thanks yeah. for being here. Hey, man. So, all right. So. You guys are all part of the uh, the Stray uh, short film. Yes. All right. So I know that then that's on uh, the Fatfoot Fil- uh, Fatfoot Films banner. So you want to Dan? You want to touch a little bit about the history on the Fatfoot Films and uh, what you guys got going on over there? Yeah. So I mean, uh, Fatfoot Films, I believe, was started in two thousand seven by uh, Ryan Convery. Uh, and uh, Eric Johnson, and they're based out of uh, Sutton, Mass. And, um, yeah, and so they, they make a bunch of, like, horror stuff, comedy stuff, and uh, they've been doing it all through the years. And this year, where we just came out with our, I guess, our biggest, most, um, you know, 
I guess, grand production, even though it's a short, uh, in the film Stray. And so Ryan couldn't make it tonight, so he asked me, did you come here and do this? And, uh, you know, happy to be here, and they're really, really pumped about promoting this uh, this film. And we have two of the actors in it. That's right, that's right. So uh, you guys uh, are doing the uh, the film festival circuit, correct? Yes, and, and we got... actually just... What's that? No, go ahead. I would say, yeah, and we just, um, we just got good news, so we... Last uh, last week we had a New Hampshire premiere at the Snob Film Festival, and we took home uh, best what was it even best suspense best, best suspense thriller. thriller best suspense yeah. thriller yeah yeah congrats That's congrats awesome. yeah congratulations on that thank you very much yeah that no, was Congrats. great to uh, be there representing Fat Foot it was awesome uh, and thanks to everybody who helped make it possible I, on the front in front of the camera behind the camera and in the uh, in the seats in the theater dope dope um so. You said, like Dan said, we have two of the uh, the actors from the movie here. So just give us a little uh, backstory on how you got into acting and then all the way up to Stray kind of deal. Whichever wants to go, whoever. Morgan, you go ahead. Okay. Um, well, I started Uh-oh. doing plays when I was, like, six. Um, but it was always just, like, a summer thing to keep me busy. And then when I went to college, I decided I wanted to study theater performance. And then while doing that, I decided I wanna, wanted to explore the film side of things. And Stray was actually my first independent, like, real acting job. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, what kind of other stuff were you doing before that, though? Like commercials uh-huh. or? I did a commercial um, for a main credit union. And then I stood in for a Netflix show. Netflix show? Morgan, were you into horror? Are you like, are you like, are you like a horror person? Do you like horror movies? Yes. I never asked you that. No. <laughs> it's actually a good like question to ask. Too, yeah, yeah, it's a good question. So, like, see, now yeah, you know. We should have done that before. We did production. talk about <laughs> horror movies we had watched, and I had seen a lot of the horror movies that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. don't remember anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this has kind of like ignited your love for horror more being involved in this now? Um, like, do yeah, you want to get into it more now that you've, you've been involved in this? Yeah, it definitely is like, I feel like probably one of the harder things to act in because there's so much crying and being really hurt and injured. And like, there's so much, the range of emotion is so big. Um, in horror movies, right? But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I got, I got. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie The Room, right? I think most people have, right? Oh, At hi. this point, right? Well, behind the scenes thing, right? Uh, I read the book, right? And um, oh my god, Tommy Wiseau <laughs> on the first day of of the first, I think the first day of shooting, he had to film a sex scene with one of his, you know, actors and stuff like that. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's a total idiot. What a moron! Why do that on set for the first time? And then the first day when Morgan was on set, we had her, you know, pretty much get naked in the bathtub covered in blood. And uh, I didn't realize I did that until she told me after the production of the, the film. And so I'm sorry. So I guess I was like Tommy Wazoo at a Tommy Wazoo moment wow. when we were filming. Yeah. So I didn't even realize it until yeah. he told me after. <laughs> hey, that's breaking the ice, right? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, how yeah. you doing? Just get naked in the really bathtub, Really went for please. it there. <laughs> Cover you in blood and, uh... Yeah, I'm just gonna jump this bucket of blood on you. It was She's her like, endurance test. 
day one. I'm like, it's for art. It's for art. He's <laughs> the worst, Dan. Yeah. He is the worst, huh? He's becoming the worst for sure. Yeah. No, he's great. Dan's great. Yeah. We made Ethan get naked, you know, much later. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it was on the third day of filming for me. Yeah, once you warmed up to everyone. <laughs> yeah, there's that. So uh, I did spend. No, I was definitely naked in that field. That's what happened. I can't. <laughs> say it didn't happen you all saw it happen yeah so. we, we saw it we saw it so hey, so well, Ethan... is, ryan told me that i needed to be naked for the scene so i was like okay yeah i guess that makes sense and then afterwards like oh yeah we didn't need you to be naked Uh-oh. i was Good. actually wearing a bathing suit i wasn't really naked oh all right <laughs> I was, I was, I was, just to clarify I was, did I you was in the buff out in that field <laughs> man that was a real that was all you didn't get that uh good. that that cock sock this is, no, no. <laughs> this is independent film, Angel. They can't afford cocksocks. This is, this is we, we showed up at I drove down to Casey's house one night after work and got naked in the field behind his house. Oh, wow. <laughs> Their budget's more like handing them like a tube sock for it instead uh, of a designated The reason I didn't mind is because ultimately I don't like the Hulk pants. I don't okay. like the idea that this guy, he's going to go through this massive transformational shift. And yeah. he's still gonna magically have just his pants on. That's true. I never bought yep, that. Yep. I never, I never bought that, and always kind of detracted from it for me. And as far as just <laughs> becoming the character and being the character, it would make sense if he woke up naked at, in a field after this. And I think it's a all of that. Two evils just... for the Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, personally, but... be running around with his John dangling. Well, and that's 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 Big even gold. though we're all curious. Although no, I, I, although Doctor Manhattan did. That's true. Oh. Dr. Manhattan didn't give a shit. He went no pants out all the time, man. Big, like that's... big blue dick. Yeah. And they had to edit that out of the release. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So you had your, your cock and balls out in the field, but give us yeah. a little uh, backstory <laughs> on how you got into acting and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, no, like, I've been acting for the last couple of years. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do ever since I was a little kid, and I didn't do it for every reason that everybody doesn't get into acting. Mm-hmm. Because I live in New Hampshire, and L.A. is a really far away place. Oh, that's right. And, you know, it's just growing up, there wasn't necessarily the same, think, community or environment or ability to put out content like there is now. It was a much more daunting task. And over the last couple of years, I was just needing to change. I've uh, just been doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. So I started looking into acting and modeling. Um, got in touch with my first agent down in Worcester a couple of years ago. I've done some competitions, a few things here or there. And this is my first, second short film. I did one short film before this uh, about a year and a half ago. And I don't think it's released anywhere or done anything. So this was like, for me, a, the first actual released film that I've, uh, I've been in. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. I'm a huge werewolf fan to begin with. Yep. I absolutely love werewolves ever since growing up. I used to play the old Werewolf the Apocalypse tabletop role-playing game and the Wolfman, all those old classic horror films. So for me to have the opportunity to, to be a werewolf, in, even if you don't see me on screen as the wolf, yeah, that, to play that, that kind of archetypal character was really an awesome opportunity. Awesome, awesome. So, so we, I mean, you, you kind of you spilled the beans a little bit. Uh, with the that it's 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 a werewolf movie. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. I, I keep I keep forgetting that it's like not act like. A... There is a werewolf on the poster, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. Are like, you that, yeah. It, no, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, like once yeah. the werewolf was on the poster, then. Yeah, it's okay. I mean it's the a creature. It's a creature back. feature. So I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, so Dan, so now my my whole thing with uh, with this, uh, I'm gonna direct this to you now. Um, with <laughs> yeah, um, you see, so you're writing, you have writing credits on this, but you also have directing credits, correct? Yeah. All right, so yeah, I split my directing credits with Ryan. All right, um, so you want to talk a little bit about because I know when you you kind of joined uh, the Fat Foot Films crew like later into their like catalog. Like I know they had more of a com comedy leanings towards it yeah. so like when you came in like did you introduce more because i know i watched morning wood and that has like a horror elements type of deal but that's still a straight up comedy you know horror comedy to mm -hmm. me like so like i mean this is a more serious straightforward you know creature feature type of film um so like did you bring that seriousness to them or was that something that they were already going towards like you know yeah well i mean i mean family films they're pretty I mean, their stuff is pretty like comedy and gross, but they're a group of serious filmmakers. When you get on set, they they know what to do and they, yeah, yeah. they tell me I'm wrong all the time and stuff like that, which is really good. Um, hey, you, you know, that. and uh, and they're right most of the time. Uh, but you know, I mean, we still do. I've done a couple shorts with Ryan Conry that have been comedies and stuff like that. And and actually with Stray, we um we we had like 50 treatments, and most of them had like you know a comedy type horror type element to it. And we ended up writing like two scripts before Stray and they were both horror comedy. And then it was just something we just didn't want to do, you know, um, or we wanted to have some more serious to our stuff. I think, I think, um, you know, that thing about playing in comedy, especially when you're doing like short films and stuff like that, there's something safe about it. Yeah. Right. But there's, but, but there's also something that uh, inhibits you from going to like some other level, like another tier in some way. Right. And then, so we wanted people to like, maybe look at it as something a little bit, more serious, maybe not hide so much, you know, behind the comedy. Um, and so I think this is where we were at the time. So when I was with Ryan Convery and Tom Ribeiro, they were both executive producers and Ed Gutierrez, you know, I think we we're just all at this point where, hey, we want to try something a little bit more serious. Um, you know, even if it is a, a werewolf movie, we wanted to bring a, a certain different type of aspect to it. And I'm pretty sure the next film will go back to comedy or something like that. But I think this is something we just wanted to get off our chest. So that's why we end up deciding to go for it. All right, but yeah. we were dabbling in comedy. All right. So you said 35 treatments to get to the final? Yeah, man. We were, we were, meeting, we were meeting every week. Everyone was coming up with story ideas. Um, and then we agreed on one. And I wrote the script with their help. And then when we're looking at it, we're like, okay, cool. And then we're like, you know, I don't. I don't know, we're not feeling it. And we all kind of had the same feeling. So we went back to our treatments, wrote more treatments. Then I wrote another script. I'm like, okay, cool, this is the one. And then we're like, ah, I don't really, really want to know. It's like the day before you go, like, it's like the day before a wedding, right, where you're getting cold feet to produce this feature. And then, you know, we finally got to a point with Stray where after we wrote this, well, we were still writing the script <laughs> when we were doing casting. So we were kind of, like, ready to go. But... um we're just like, okay, yeah, this is the one. This is this is what we want to do. This is unique. No one expects it from us, and it still can hold itself under the fat of film's umbrella. Yeah. And so that's really what we wanted to do. Awesome. So, you got anything, Ryan? You guys have literally <laughs> asked everything that I could have possibly thought. <laughs> no. Of. All right. So, I mean, we we we've been kind of dancing around. So, I mean, I'm gonna give a little synopsis. I I lifted this from the uh, the the website, so we know what we're talking about here. So it says here. Jack, uh, played by uh, Paul Kandirian, a uh, small-town cop who left his family behind many years ago, takes in his estranged granddaughter, Stacy, 
played by Morgan Boss Maltas. Maltese. After I know, I know. ESL, man. Don't you remember? Uh, after her mother dies. But when Jack's second attempt at a family gets cut short, he seeks revenge the only way he knows how. Why does everyone around you either leave or die? It appears that Stacy has been attacked by some sort of animal. Do you know how this could have happened? No matter what you see or hear, don't open the door. What the hell are you? So, and like you said, you guys won the uh, New Hampshire Snob Film Festival for Best Suspense Thriller. Yeah. So, I know that we, we watched it. We got a screener. I actually went and saw it at the um, the Elms Draft House. Is that what it was called? Yes. Drought House? Drought House. The Drought House. <laughs> uh, the Elms Draft House. And, um, I mean, it was awesome seeing it on the, you know, the big screen. And um, But we, we passed the screener around between us here to, to watch it. And, I mean, we all thought that. The movie was fucking awesome, you know. Oh yeah, I loved it. Right, Ryan? I enjoyed it very much. I honestly didn't go into it with um over. It's an independent film, so you and you hear werewolves and things like that. You start to feel like slightly like what a, what exactly am I gonna see? Yeah. I mean, you see big budget films where they completely fuck up a werewolf. Yeah. So it's like, how is this gonna go about? And then when I sat down. Uh, when I sat down with uh, this gentleman at Rock and Shock, they wouldn't say anything about it. I know because they hadn't come out yet. I was like, "Well, what is it? Is it werewolves?" And you're like, "It's not werewolves." I'm like, "It's werewolves, isn't <laughs> it?" Didn't, didn't well, now he, I feel like a real ass. Didn't he leave? <laughs> didn't he leave the convention because you kept asking? Him? I don't. I, I I was just following him around in circles at one point. What is it? What is it? Tell me. And uh, but they did hint that it was a creature and that they had gone uh, the route of practical effects on a lot of it which I was looking forward to because in independent cinema in all honesty they do the best with practical because yeah. it seems to be the, the smaller amount of money you have for special effects the the the, gore, the gorier and harsher they are yeah. so um, I, I, mean, was, I mean I mean the tagline says monsters have families too you know they, well it, it's the but whole thing what kind of monster Right. Exactly. But yeah. now we know it's werewolves because right. Ethan, cause, hey, cause Ethan, big Ethan, mouth over Ethan, here. Ethan told everybody. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, it is. But I mean, I was just riffing, man. It <laughs> did. It honestly, it honestly didn't feel like a short film. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't feel it. like a short. It didn't. It didn't feel like like a like an end game epic. But it, yeah, yeah. it yeah. flowed. It didn't feel too short. Right. It didn't feel too long. Um, I love the twist in it. I was absolutely. Uh, everybody was great in it. I loved Paul in it. Yeah. I was kind of anxious to see, you know, what you know when he told me he was a stand-up comedian. I was like, oh, let's see how he is. And he was he was really good in it. Yeah, she was great in it. Yeah. I hated him. I hated <laughs> Ethan. And I'm I feel the worst. And it's I, okay. It's good though. That's good. It's okay. I've never wanted to see somebody stab their kids so bad in my life either. Like I was like, stab your own kid. Do it. 
But uh, I was very pleased with it. I I I, I mean, I want to particularly uh, point out the uh, the dog carnage. Yeah, was just there was that was unrecognizable. Yeah. At that point, it was just so so gross. That was like right off the rip too. So it was like, oh okay. Well, and I yeah. and him waking up in the field in in his birthday suit like made me think of. It actually made me think of another werewolf movie that I absolutely loved with Jack Nicholson waking oh, yeah. up no, after he, after he killed the deer. Yeah, wolf. Yep. Yeah. It had that. It had that. That classic feel to it that it, it's just I felt it was just a very well made film and every every aspect about it was really well done. Yeah. I agree. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. Thank I mean, uh, like I said, the, the, the plot points, uh, the pacing, um, you know, everybody was believable. In Independent absolutely. short films yeah. for some reason tend to be sometimes very taxing. To yes. get through, yeah, even they're, they're, they're mixed bag. Mm-hmm. even they're, they're even mixed at like oh, even yeah. a five minute one can f- you end that with I want my five minutes of my life back. Yeah, p- this <laughs> was just a really great, like, not overtly short, not overtly long. I yeah. didn't feel it didn't end with me like feeling let down at all. Like right. it's the I love the story kept you intrigued too. Yeah, it, so. and that and that's the thing. It felt like like. Uh, you guys left it open to expansion, expanding on the universe. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I know from um, the live showing, um, there was the Q&A you guys touched on, um, you know, with the possibility of there, if there is interest, the way you guys left it open, you can go to a full feature type of, mm-hmm. type of setup, which I, I'm sure that's something that you guys would love to explore in the future, right? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, definitely. But is the other daughter a werewolf? Is it? Yeah, is the other daughter a werewolf? Like she was not a scratch I mean, on her. I'm yeah, like looking at I that. Like she ain't I, even I would, got a. I would say. I would say no. Ultimately, like. Or is this, but you were right there. I would say. I would say. I would say we probably we should just leave it at yeah. that. Or is this? Like, oh, I got him again. Yeah. I got him again. There is, this is like a Teen Wolf thing where one day you wake up or you just wake up a werewolf. I don't know. Maybe it's hereditary. Yeah. Well, hey, you know. But, uh, I mean, what did you guys, what was, like, uh, on set, what was the most, like, taxing thing to do as far as, like, what these guys were expecting or trying to get out of you for, like, a particular scene that you remember? I'd say being chained up with the real chains in the basement and having to, I don't think it was in the movie, but I had to, like, roll around on the ground and do like weird poses and scream and yeah. <laughs> There's some cuts of that in the movie, but I was gonna say I think yeah. I saw something like that yeah. there. That was old Ryan. That was old Ryan telling you to do that. I uh I think I was eating a sandwich upstairs. Yeah, you weren't there for it. Yeah. <laughs> so they made you do all that for a prolonged period of time and then they only used like a little <laughs> snippet of it. Yeah. They used the best part of it. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can I, see the, that. The chains was definitely a lot. My wrists were bruised up. Uh, it's swelling yeah. pretty much right up into, like, up on my forearm here. <laughs> um, I was bruised across my shoulder. I had some bruising across my ribs. Um, you got cut. You, you got cut. No, I, I cut Paul's ear oh, with the chain. Right. And then in the pistol whipping scene, when Paul came in and oh, came right. across... I just went with it because I was like, all right, I want this to look good. And I <laughs> fell and the chains 
caught and pulled me kind of one way, and then my head continued to travel in the other direction. And I racked my head right off that cement floor in the basement and uh, had a little bit of a goose egg that Ryan had to cover up on the spot. And I, I was hoping the sound of my head hitting the floor at least made it into the movie. <laughs> it did not. No, no dice. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> not, honestly, not the worst thing that's ever happened to me. No? No. All right. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and, right. and Dan... And Dan, with the constant blinking and probably the uh, the oh, squirt yes. bottle from Ryan. But she has blinked a lot while we've been talking. Yeah, yeah you were blinking. He doesn't yeah, stop. He I've just, been. He like... just blinks constantly. So I've been in so trance. It's dry. It's dry here. <laughs> What's and this? It wasn't dry in the basement. Like <laughs> What's this uh, squirt bottle you're talking about? Uh, Ryan, did you get hit with the squirt bottle, Morgan? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. there's pictures of it. Yeah, the spray bottle. So in, I guess <laughs> if you're being held hostage in a basement, you've got to look really sweaty. Oh. Just everyone, <laughs> everyone, everyone looks better wet. Yeah. You know. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is a fine, a little bit of a sheen. Okay. This really yeah. made me look like I was in more, far more pale than I actually am, and I'm already really white. <laughs> so just like intensified it under the lights, and it was a lot of fun. We definitely used the squirt bottle in a lot more scenes than we didn't. We weren't very time. Did, um, <laughs> did, um, how often did we use the tear stick? Remember how, like, the beginning of production? Oh, my God. Because there's a lot of crying scenes, so everyone was freaking <laughs> out. And I bought a tear stick, right? And um, it didn't really work too much. It just burned people's eyes, but no one was, like, crying. They just I was crying. I was, so, I thought, was he it, using, it felt like, like soldering iron? Like, give me tears. No, is that, like, <laughs> it has a menthol thing, right? You just, like, yeah. Oh. I've also yeah, been pepper like sprayed a... a couple of times, so, like, my eyes, like, it takes it takes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it just irritated my eyes. They were super bloodshot, and then we had to wait till they went back to normal before we could shoot the next scene. Yeah. Awesome. Just uh, hurt. It didn't make me cry. It just really hurt. I, was like, like, I, I is, wish I was crying. This is for this cinema. Help. This is for the, the, the power I of I cinema. I at the end because I was in so much pain. And yeah, it worked. It looked real. Yeah, <laughs> it totally real bought it. You, you killed it. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, so since we're talking about making people cry, so the effects, like, you know, there's the scene where the hand comes up, that kind of thing. That's practical, right? Yeah. Now, there's yeah. a scene in in the movie where um, I won't say I won't name too much, but in the back. Now, was that was that a, a touch of like uh, CGI kind of deal? Cause it, or was that more of a like editing and lighting type of setup? Because it gave me. Kind of like, uh, I mean, you guys watch uh, the the show Teen Wolf on MTV. I'm putting myself out what there. What the, the wow. fuck are you but, watching in your Joel. free time? But Honestly, you know, I can say no. <laughs> everybody just sh just shot down by everybody. I'm sorry, Shame. we're I'm sorry, sir. We're Shame. adults. Can you take over, Ryan? Take over. I'm out. I don't even know where you were going with it. You know that scene in the back? All right, because it's... I know. What are you talking about? Yeah, I just did confess. You're right, Ethan. That's the second Team Wolf. That's the second Team Wolf reference tonight. Well, I'm trying to, like... All right, so he's transforming in the back, in the you know, in that scene. Yeah, the kid. And, like, there's the way it's, like, either shot or, like, the lighting, like, it's... 
it looks it looks weird like he's mid transformation type of deal mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he's grimacing and like going back like so is there, is there any kind of effect put on that on that on that scene yeah there there is um i mean it's, it's composited what we did we brought it into uh what was it uh da vinci fusion or black or what was it hey it's like da vinci fusion and after effects and we we put some stuff on there to to insinuate that he's starting to transform right yeah. and so we use um yeah just some compositing tools and stuff like that for it so it's a mixture but most of most of the stuff i want to say is practical okay you know what was the there's some things we want to do because like when we're like in that scene in the back of the car it's so dark right yeah so eyes open he's wearing contacts and stuff like that we're really not going to see that um, at least to the extent that we want to and so to bring those out is we needed to do some compositing so um that, that's kind of like my playground area so that i i have a background in compositing and, and cgi and motion graphics and stuff like that and so that's one of the other things that you know we were unique in the sense that we could you know utilize that stuff when needed to and at that point we felt like we needed to do some stuff there to sell it nice yeah so aside from outing myself i want to know what the what the pig was made out of yeah what was the pig made out of uh the pig was it a real uh, pig no but we wanted to do a real pig at first right so like the goal was is we wanted to do a pig and ryan's like i know a guy who has a pig farm that I used to work for. Ryan's first job coming out of high school, I think he, or during high school, is he had to castrate piglets, right? So he had a pig in. <laughs> Wonderful. He had a pig in. It's a great um, job. And a so which in. one That explains in. so much. So much. Was this and guy then, um, fire him, so he wanted to go steal one of his pigs to get back at him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happens on a pig farm, guys. I, I don't know. But, Always um, good to know a man with a pig farm. So the pig thing kind of fell through, but like, and it was probably a good idea because we wanted to do a pig and then we wanted to have a cookout after, but like, we're realizing like, we're having like these really long days on set and like a dead pig with actors in a cold, dingy basement, just like reeks of like the next bubonic plague or like patient zero would have been Morgan or something like that. So, this so, so we had another <laughs> at, a, uh, at like a, a Halloween prop shop. And they had like a, a pretty good looking like dead butchered pig, and um, and so Ryan got us hooked up with that. Ryan knows everyone in Worcester who owns up like who, who who does props or anything like that. Ryan Ryan knows all those guys, and so he's like, I got him. I got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> I know somebody. Yeah. I know somebody. I mean that Worcester blood man runs deep. We, we got we got um all of our props for the film and all that stuff. We almost got for free, um because. There's a, there's a there's a warehouse in I want to say Worcester somewhere, and um, they they hold a lot of the stuff for Castle Rock. I don't know if you guys nice. yeah. Hulu show yeah. right. Yeah. The guy the guy who owns the warehouse. He's from Worcester, right? And so where he Ed's, Ed Gutierrez, one of the ex- executive producers, has been trying to get a hold of this guy for a while now, so we can get in there and take a look at some stuff. And he finally got him right before we started shooting. And then we're walking through there. We grab a bunch of stuff, and as we're checking out, we're about to pay for it. And the guy who owns the place is like. Where are you from? To Ed. And Ed's like, Worcester. And the guy's like, no charge. And I'm like, what the nice. hell just happened? Wow. Like, we, just, we just got away with like $1,000 worth of stuff. All this stuff and, and because... they still couldn't get Ethan a cock sock. Yeah. Couldn't get Ethan a they cock sock. They couldn't get a, yeah, Worcester cock sock. Worcester. Help a brother out. It's just a negative budget on the cock sock budget. We looked for one. We couldn't find one big enough. 
So oh, yeah, that's well, part of it. Yeah. There's a, there's a problem. <laughs> Is it so, though? I don't know. Moving on. Moving on from Yeah. So, um, I mean, other uh. than like. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, it seemed like it was a good, you know, set to work on, working and all that, you know. Amazing, amazing set to work I got a question. When we, were, when we were on set. Yeah. I got one. Ryan, what's up? From this film, I want one good story from filming this from you guys. Whether it be a shared one or something separate from all of you, favorite scene or something you watched them do or... A scene that you thought you particularly killed it in. You guys, the actors, you guys did an amazing job with this. The right and the writing wasn't, you know, half bad either. Yeah. So, but so story time. Story time. Look! Oh, look at look at Ethan. He's <laughs> okay. So there I was, um, naked out in this fucking field. Right. Oh, this is a good story. And uh, we're getting towards the end of this, and uh, or no, this is about toward right in the middle of it. And I'm sitting there, and they're kind of set up the shot, and I'm just sitting out in this field, you know, just chilling and uh, covered in blood, looking around, just like, wow, this is this is a hell of a thing. And I hear some some rustling. I was like, well, I, I know that Casey has chickens kicking around. That's fine. He's got a barn. And I look over, and there's this this good sized donkey. He's standing there staring at me. And I'm like, what's up, dude? Hi. And so I don't say anything. He's just standing there staring. I'm like, okay, this is a little weird, but all right. So we go on, we shoot the scene, we do the thing, we do a couple of different angles. I'm starting to look over. And I look over again. This, this donkey's breathing pretty heavy. Oh, I like <laughs> where this story's going. And he's just kind of standing there staring still. I'm like, all right, this is a little, a little awkward for me. Yeah. Being the only nude person in this right. field, this donkey, seems to, this donkey seems to have an understanding of what human nudity is, which bothers the shit out of me Easy on access. a lot of levels. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, maybe we can wrap this up. And Ryan's like, all right, so I, get, I brought a robe with me. And uh, Ryan hands me the robe, and I wrap it up, and this donkey is moving in a little bit. I'm like, all right, how fast am I going to need to run? <laughs> In my stocking naked ass feet away from this fucking horny ass donkey. <laughs> and can we make this happen soon? <laughs> so thankfully, Casey stepped in, took the donkey back inside. Removed the donkey. And, uh, so he just with no means no <laughs> the to the donkey. donkey. He didn't I I just I just you know, I was I was like, this donkey knows what's going on. And that <laughs> bothers me more <laughs> than anything else that could possibly happen right now. I can just um, imagine my, the awkwardness my... of that moment. Yeah. Well, and then Ryan insisted on getting a shot of the donkey looking at me in the background. Like, uh, as I'm getting up and walking away, because there were some shots we didn't end up using, he insisted that it was going to be hilarious if I step into frame with this donkey in the background, look at it, and then, like, shake my head and walk away. And I was, I was honestly on pins and needles the entire <laughs> opening night because I was like did Ryan put this in this fucking movie <laughs> like, like, did he 
did he really put the donkey Swing in the, the donkey. fucking movie? Pop this donkey yeah. moment to happen. And so, no, he didn't, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I told him to cut it out. It wasn't. <laughs> oh. It wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, why is there a fucking donkey? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that I mean, out of there. Really... That would have been in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, I kind of want to see that cut. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> I want to see the donkey cut. Yeah, donkey cut. <laughs> Uh, Morgan, do you have a story? Um, it's a tough one to follow up. I was just gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any as good as Ethan. Well, um, be be glad that you weren't naked in the field with a donkey. I think that's I am. I, more I of am that not. story. <laughs> um, I think the coolest thing to shoot was the hospital scene because we got to use an actual hospital and had the whole wing to ourselves. Not like, was like, wow, this is a real movie right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the funniest scene was actually right before Jack was about to shoot me. He came in and he was supposed to turn the radio off. There's a shot of him turning the radio off. But in one time he actually pulled the knob off. (laughs) And I don't think Dan ever knew that that's why I was laughing. But I could not stop laughing. And Paul kept making faces, but the camera was on me. And Dan was like, okay, get it together. Get it together. Stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You're blinking. You're blinking. <laughs> but I don't think you ever knew what we were laughing about. Uh, yeah. I don't remember half the stuff I did on set. I don't know. That was the funniest thing. Me and Paul could not stop laughing. And Dan was just like, breathe, breathe. Get it together. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, God. We had the set shot like the set was the shot was set up took us forever so what so yeah i want to touch on that you said the hospital how did you was that a worcester thing too or was that a worcester (laughs) hookup or that was in stoughton right yeah that was in stoughton um yeah ed ed got um i got a hold of some guy who uh who was a ceo of a hospital and and one of the wings the water main broke right and so everything got like not everything got ruined, but no patients could be there anymore because of the if there was mold or something like that. So that was getting cleaned up. And the guy was like, "Yeah, why don't you guys just come in and shoot this here?" And you know, so we got really lucky by Ed just reaching out and and um, you know allowing us to to do that. And everything was working just fine. I'm, you know, it, it was our hospital room, so it was weird. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So. so. I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Because other than, than giving away the the whole movie, right? Um, yeah. Now I know you guys are in the film circuit. Uh, mm-hmm. um, are you planning to release this afterwards? Like, uh, yeah. Either through you know physical copies, digital screeners type of deal, um, or part of a you know anthology type deal. Is that something that's yeah. coming up? I think you know after the festival run, we're gonna um, we're gonna have some type of distribution either through us or through another source. But um, you know, Stray should be available. You know, anywhere. You, hopefully, you can you know download a film um, in the future. Whoever you know distributes shorts and stuff like that. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll see after the festival run and see what kind of traction we get with it, and we'll go from there. Awesome. But well, I'm sure if you guys keep racking up awards, that'll help uh, grease the wheel for distribution. That's what I, I hope so, and it's—I mean, well deserved too, man. So Absolutely. I mean, 
I can't talk, you know, any more highly of this movie than Yeah, we all we loved have. it. We thought it was so great. Far. If I enjoyed well, it, thank everybody you else will enjoy it. No, legit. You guys are all awesome and awesome people, you know what I mean, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the three layers of awesome. Yeah. Like, Fucking great. So No, thanks for having us on. It's yeah, on. yeah. It's so I mean what do you what do you what are you guys uh working on next, uh uh Morgan? What do you got coming up? Um, I had a small part in a Netflix movie that will be coming out in twenty twenty. That's exciting. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um <laughs> Yeah, and I'm filming another short film that's much it's only like 12 minutes um next weekend oh awesome that's cool um do you want to drop some socials or you know where people can follow you so you can keep keep up to date with what you're doing yeah my instagram is morgan boss maltese with no dash and my facebook is morgan boss maltese with a dash all right cool yep. so keep up to date <laughs> netflix and then a short film coming up Ethan, um, I've got an audition tomorrow for a web series uh, that's filming in Boston, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, always working on another project with my writing partner uh, and friend of Chatfoot Film, Sherry Lee and Henry Columbar, um, a movie called Transported. That's still a long ways off. We're in early, early stages of production, kind of just thinking about it and trying to make, trying to figure out what we don't know and all that good stuff. Um, and then uh, I've got another short film coming out in 2020 called Told You So. I play a murderer, which is pretty cool. And then uh, I had uh, some background work in a Ryan Reynolds movie that I'm really excited about to see. And that's uh, Free Guy. That's coming out in July of 2020. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Awesome. Uh, socials? Uh, the Ethan Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, uh, on Insta, and just Ethan Rogers on Facebook. Cool, cool, cool. Perfect. Daniel, what do you, what do you, yeah, pers- just that, uh, we're going to be taking this out on tour for how long? Yeah, for the next year. I mean, we just started our tour, uh, like last weekend, right? And yeah. so, Snap was our first one, and, you know, we were credited with the win, so we were excited about that. I'm sure we'll, we'll go through some highs and lows as we, you know, continue down this, um, this path. We, we expect to get, uh, um, a bunch of feedback starting in, um, I want to say like February, March, April, with a bunch of uh, submissions that we put through. Um, so, so this year, um, you know, when we were filming this, pro- pro- <laughs> when we were filming this film, I had my second kid, and so I missed a lot of stuff. So I'm doing the family stuff right now, right. Um, and then um, and I'll be promoting uh, Stray, and you can find all things Stray on FatFilms.com. Um, and just go to fabfilms.com to you know keep up with us and uh, you know give us some support, feedback, and you know uh, this next year is going to be a kind of a wild ride. So we're excited. Awesome, we're excited for you, man. For everybody involved, you know everybody killed it. So thank you again. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thank you all so much for coming on. So did I act my pleasure? Yeah, yeah. You guys were awesome. So I didn't hey, talk. love to come back whenever you want us. Oh, perfect! Yeah, that's, I'll hold you guys to that shit. Don't don't mess around. No, it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to wrap it up? Oh yeah! So thanks for hanging out. You can find us on the Dorkening Podcast Network as well as Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. 
Yep. Follow, subscribe, leave some ratings and reviews. What should we cover next? Let us know what you're looking at in the new films category. Yeah. Uh, keep up to date by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And make sure you check these guys out and stray uh, fat for the films if they're in your uh, area as far as a film festival is concerned. Make sure you guys check those guys out. And uh, don't forget to drink, drink Deadly Grounds. And remember, fuckos. Strange is better.